You're listening to the Hairstylist Rising podcast. Here, we talk about creating a career you love. We go deep into mindset, marketing, business, and life as a hairstylist. I'm your host, Jody Brown, a hairstylist veteran turned branding and marketing mentor for ambitious, inspired beauty pros like you. On this podcast, we share the real stories of leaders within the beauty industry and actionable trainings that leave you with the tools and guidance that will inspire you to build your best life as a hairstylist. From branding, business, and marketing to mindset, life, and finding fulfillment, no topic is off limits here. Get ready to be educated and inspired. This is the Hairstylist Rising Podcast. Hello, and welcome back to the Hairstylist Rising Podcast. In today's episode, we are going to discuss something that has been coming up so much in 2024 and 2023, and really I think that on the collective brain for some time, and that is the conversation of navigating change and how to really respond when you're called to do more, how to know what the right moves are for you, and how to just really move and care for yourself and make decisions when you are in a space of change. So I couldn't think of a better person to have this conversation with than my dear friend and Brittany Carmichael. Welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to have you here, my friend. Thank you for having me, Jody. I am so thrilled to connect with you in the beginning of this year because we've had so many conversations over the years that have continued to evolve and change and transform. So I feel like today will be no different, packed with loads of wisdom and honest, raw, vulnerable truth of what it looks like to be in the chrysalis of change. Because let me just give you a little uh, forewarning. It's messy. (laughs) (laughs) It is so messy. And I think that's the thing is that there's so much that it's messy, but it's also, I have been thinking about this a lot lately. And I think the I I heard somewhere that 2024 is going to be the year of the soft skill, which to me is like those things that we maybe don't think about as skills, things like communication, things like empathy, like all of those types of things. And what I've been, what's been on my mind a lot recently is that when you are in the midst of change and when you are in the midst of an evolution, whether it is in your career or your personal life or whatever that looks like, it there are so many skills that you build, right? There's so much resilience that you build. And I think that in in an interesting way, like those difficulties, those hardships, those struggles, and that mess is where a lot of that magic comes from and where a lot of the ability to take it to the next level, whatever that next level is for you comes from. It's called growing pains for a reason. It like change yeah. and expansion doesn't come for free. It comes yeah. with <laughs> sacrificing old parts of yourself that aren't in alignment anymore. And that can be very uncomfortable. All change comes with a sense of grief, even change that we plan for, even change that we want, even change that we are welcomely inviting, which a lot of us just like we talked about earlier, just naturally evolve and you're just going with the flow of life. But when you make that conscious choice to say, you know what, I'm done responding in this old pattern or coming out from a place of fear, we're going to experience a sense of grief when we lose that part of ourselves. So even welcome change can evoke feelings of loss or abandonment or, oh my gosh, like uh, what I meant by messy earlier is it's not perfect. And that's what I think is falling away is this idea 
of perfectionism. There's so many different ways to approach life. And I think that this year is going to give us permission to let go of the standard of perfection and Mm -hmm. find what perfection maybe means to you. Just like success to me means something different than you. Yeah, that's so true. And I think that's like such an important piece of the conversation too. learning to identify when it comes to evolution, when it comes to navigating change, what are the things and what are the the changes and the evolution that is truly your calling versus maybe what is projected and you think you should want. That is something now more than ever with how hyper-connected we all are, thanks to things like social media, which has been such a blessing in so many ways, but I definitely think has also given us so much more information. I've heard from so many people, it's it can be really overwhelming. They're not sure which direction to focus in. So what are your thoughts yeah. on that? Yeah, my focus is to direct your energy and intention inward because it is so noisy outside of ourselves. We're bombarded with information. And I believe that the change moving forward is that we block out the external distraction and we actually go in to trust ourselves to intuitively know where are our boundaries and what I can tell you that I have followed the supposed to methods of every type of internet marketing. I have tried Brenda Richard's method or Oprah's method or Chris Carr and Gabby Bernstein's method or Russell Brunson's method. I've tried all these different methods and what I have found to be true and which is absolutely crazy is that when I follow the Britney method, what mm-hmm. feels good to me, what's easy, not waking up early to do calls or videos, like showing up at noon and that's when we go live because that's when I'm ready. You know, like when I yeah. started following what felt right for me, not mm-hmm. because Marie said it, not because Gary Vee said it, not because Brendan said it or whoever the hell you want to follow. Mm-hmm. I found that no matter what approach I took, yes, I did get results but they didn't feel as magnetic and expansive and effortless and how we approach our business. But the same is true for your life. You wake up and decide the direction you want to go, the outfit that you wear, the food that you put in your mouth, who you surround yourself with. So there's no difference in how we approach our business. I think when you talk about authenticity and and how we don't really have room anymore to move forward in an unaligned way, I think it, it boils down to how we operate our lives bleeds over into how we operate our business. So I think there's this call, like you said, to up-level the skills. And the skills you mentioned, communication, empathy, the compassion, all of those are deep, inner, spiritual, soulful skills, not how to build a bigger funnel or how to grow Mm -hmm. your email list. I think that we can turn our attention inward, one, to look for our next step and our intuitive guidance on what feels right for me. And we put, put the blinders up to every other should be this way. I think we'll start to find not only in our life, but also in our business that things begin to effortlessly flow and we become this magnetic attraction to manifest the ideas and goals that we have for ourselves because our focus is only on what is right for us. Like we put those blinders on and we focus on this is the direction I'm going. So I think it's about not getting distracted by the external and turning inward to look for your guidance, your truth, and the nurturing that we so desperately seek outside of ourselves. Yeah, I think that's so true. And I think it's also as you were, as I was listening, I was thinking about the fact that it's all different phases, right? Like, when you're in the beginning of learning something, you do need a little bit more of the outline, right? And you need to learn these rules at not rules, but you need to learn these ideas. But I think it's when you get to a point where you can distill down what makes sense for you and have that have that 
understand the nuance of all these different things and really make it your own. I think that's the case with so many things. So I'm a big believer. Like I love education. I love that we have all these ideas, but I do think, like you said, it's like, there's so many different methods and different ideas and it's what distilling it down. Like I think we used to feel like when we took education, that whether this is behind the chair at the beginning of your career, right? Let's bring it back to hair for a second. In the beginning of your career, when you learn a new haircut, you are executing that haircut like by the book. You are taking all the sections you've been taught. You are like graduating it the way that you're supposed to, because you don't know what will happen if you veer from that, right? And then the more experienced you get, the more intuitive you get, like it it starts to feel like effortless and it starts to feel like, oh, I can play a little bit. So I feel like then when you get into the advanced education, you're no longer looking for a copy paste, which is interesting because it's almost like the more we get into our career, we'll for we'll seek out these more advanced education strategies, but then behind the chair, we're not necessarily going and trying to copy paste a haircut anymore. We're not necessarily going to try and copy a placement anymore. We're infusing it into what we already do. And I think that's the same when it comes to learning about new things in the business side as well. It's not that you need to like pull the rug out from everything you've been doing. It's that maybe there's some ideas or a spark or something you can infuse. And really, like you said, put your head down and think, how is this going to work for me? Not, Mm -hmm. oh, Brendan's doing this. So I better copy and paste this because that's the only way I'm going to get results. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to be lit up by everything you do from, like you said, the how you how you approach everything in your life, the way that you show up to your clients behind the chair. And even while you were talking, I was comparing it to like clothes, putting on outfits. We all learn the baseline of put a yes. shirt on, pants on, put your shoes on. But how we go to style that, what colors we choose, what we layer it with, all of that becomes a part of our unique expression. And yes, yes. we all learn that zero degree haircut. But then after that, forget a guide. I just pull it all down and just one swipe. So like, you get more comfortable with changing the way the yes. approach and the system. You need the baseline to understand the foundation of something. But how like all foundation should be solid, right? But then yeah. how you build the walls, what color you paint the interior, the wallpaper that you bring to it. Every time I go into an Airbnb, you better believe my Libra ass is redecorating, saying this color, <laughs> this door should be this color. We should move these chairs over here. Why the hell did they put that over there? So it's like we get to add our unique creative expression. But here's the issue is that we don't value our own unique, authentic, creative expression sometimes. That's where that perfectionism comes in. Well, I'm not doing it just like Presley Post said to cut curly hair, then I must be doing it wrong. No, you do what feels right for you. And that is success to me. And I think that's what attracts your clients, whether you're working behind the chair or in any other business. When you are passionate and lit up by the things that you're doing, you become this attraction in marketing. It's like it's a uh, attraction marketing at its finest, yeah. right? It's yeah. what energy you infuse into it. Anytime I ever sold a product behind the chair, they bought it not because of the packaging, not because of the price, not because of the smell. They bought yeah. it because when I told them about it, I lit up like when I talk, you hear me talk about K-18, I will light up because yeah. I have never come across the product that works so damn well, which is why I've been on the pro team for over two years, even though I'm barely in the hair industry. And I know K-18 is always looking at my stories. I'm posting about goddess retreats, yeah. spiritual healing, chakra balancing. And they're like, oh, and there's the hair post about yeah. K-18. <laughs> 
slide that in there because I'm so passionate about this product and I want to see it take over the world. So I feel like the passion that you bring to your life, to your business, to your friendships, all of that to me is where I think, and it's funny because when I was told over 10 years ago when I was a CrossFit competitor, I was taking Marie Forleo's B school and she said, I want you to interview and ask all the people that know you and ask them, what do they value about you? What is the thing that like, they see within you that's your talents and your skills. So I challenge everyone to do this because a lot of the times we don't even see what our natural talents are, what we're good at being compassionate or empathetic. That could be a skill that we don't even realize that we're utilizing. So I'll never forget when I was a competitor in CrossFit, my coach at the time, I I asked him that question. What am I good at? Or what's my thing? So I was trying to figure out like, what is my thing that I can lean on? And he, what he said to me shifted my life, but also made me be like, that's lame. (laughs) And he was like, Coach, what's my thing? What is that thing that I bring to the table? And he goes, Britt, you're passionate. I was like, let down. I was like, that's lame. I was like, that's so lame. I want to be like, I don't know. I'm just like, that was not the word I was expecting from my like hardcore, like badass coach. And he said that, I was like, that's lame. But fast forward over a decade, I realized that passion and enthusiasm, that spirit within that, that lit up like, what lights you up? That's one of the biggest questions I ask in my signature self-love program, Shine School. What are the things that bring you joy? Because when you start to do those, you naturally fall into your purpose. Your purpose is to light up, to feel joy, to bring this creative spark and sparkle magic, as I call it, to your life, to your business. So I think that moving forward, we need to focus and align ourselves with what truly lights us up. What are we passionate about? Because we really don't have the time to waste it on things that are less than a seven or above, as like we we call it around here in the yeah. Elevated Life Club. We don't have time. We're here to do some really cool, important stuff. And when we waste our time fiddle farting with things that are out of alignment, which hello, we've all done it. We're all guilty of that. And we realize there's lessons that come from that. Let's learn the lesson and then focus on the love because that's ultimately what we're here to share with the world. Yeah, that's such a good point. And I think too, it's like whenever you are entering, speaking of evolution and change and all those kinds of things, if you are being called in a different direction, whether it is like adding something into your business, whether it is niching into becoming a curl specialist or uh, becoming an educator or opening a salon or getting into the online business world or pivoting careers entirely, there are always going to be unexpected things that happen, right? There's always going to be challenges. There's always going to be things that come up that are unexpected, right? And so I always say, if money is your only, I mean, I am here for, I want everyone to make an amazing living and be able to fund whatever life they want to do. So it's not about not wanting to make money. It's about it being a really shitty motivator if that's all you got, right? If it's not something you enjoy, if it's not something you feel purpose behind or joy or passion, and you're not really drawn, that is going to, it. I find it's a lot harder to get through the difficulties and the challenges and the things that inevitably come up along the way, because it's just, like you said, lighting up and getting really excited about what you're doing and feeling like you're doing something for a reason and for a purpose that is going to give you so much more motivation to keep going when you've, when you hit those bumps along the road, which are inevitable for all of us. They will certainly come up. And I think you're exactly right. It's what do you do when shift hits the fan? Like how do you respond in those moments? And so many of us in the past have buckled and we're like, oh, this is just 
in victimhood mentality. This is just how it's supposed to be. Yeah. But I believe that we're all collectively expanding our consciousness to ask a deeper question. And the question that I ask when things are out of whack is what good can come from this? Right. So when those hardcore challenges come up or those unexpected losses or, yeah, just anything that knocks you off your center of peace, because that yeah. to me is success, is yeah. time, freedom and peace peace of mind. And when something knocks me off of my peace, I always have to ask that question to get back. What good can come from this? And then that helps me to recenter myself a little bit faster. And it really makes it easier when you have a big why, a big purpose. If money is it, that's not enough. So I think we're all changing the way that we approach how we show up in service. We're doing it from a place of heart and soul and love and connection. I think that's the thing that's been missing so much in our business. Not in all businesses, even behind the chair where we're literally hands and hair, there's a disconnect from our guests and our clients of not holding that space and opening up heart to heart connection. Like, hey, what are you what do you enjoy? And that was ultimately the question that I started asking every guest that sat in my chair while I was still doing hair. I would ask the question what are you passionate about? Because I didn't want to ask about your, I know about your kids. I, I follow you on Instagram. Okay. Right. I know about the webinar. I don't want to talk about whatever stupid holidays coming up. It was all the conversations I used to have. So for up-leveling our skills in 2024, think about the communication you have with your guests, whether it's behind the chair or if it's a coaching client or however you show up in business. I feel like the way that we approach the connection and the communication has mm -hmm. to change. And my simple shift to start opening the hearts and developing deeper rapport is asking that question, what are you passionate about? Since I was like, I live a passionate life. I only do work that I'm passionate about. I only spend time with people I'm passionate about. This is a gift that I was born with from the jump. So I've never not lived a life of passion. I didn't go to college because my parents begged me to and I was top 5% and easily could have. I followed my passion of wanting to do hair and make people feel beautiful and empowered. Right. I've ignored every single traditional route to follow my passion. So for me, I didn't know other people didn't live that way. I thought right. everyone was just like, this is what I love. This is what lights me up and I'm doing it. And I would never do anything that doesn't bring me joy. But I was quickly, I quickly realized that when I asked those questions behind the chair, what lights you up? What are you passionate about? Most people, over 90% of women said, I don't know. Yeah. And that broke my heart and is ultimately the only reason why I stepped out from behind the chair is because if I can make you look beautiful, but you don't feel beautiful, then did I really do like my job as empowering to empower women? And for me, it wasn't enough. So I had to figure out how do I make them feel joy and feel lit up yeah. and love themselves from a, a deeper place that can't be taken away because my hair fell out. That was taken away. We cannot base our right. worth and our love and our confidence on things that can be taken away. And as you mentioned, those skills, communication, compassion, empathy, you can't take those away. So the more yeah. you develop skills that are, I think that's ultimately where our soul's evolution is headed. That's beautiful. I want to switch gears. I want to ask you a little bit about where, so you gave me the background, which I love that we got here about what it was that really made you feel called to step outside, right? To, to pivot, to maybe not pivot, I don't even think is the word, but just to like step into the next phase of the evolution of your career. So once you had that realization, Britt, once you had that, this isn't it for me, I, I want to go somewhere else with my career. What was your first action step? What did that journey actually look like at the beginning? If you can get back there for a second. 
No, I think that's a great question. My first step was I started a photography company because I didn't know what that next step was, but I just knew I wanted to express my creativity in a new way. And I love taking pictures. I tried to take a photography class in high school, but I got kicked out because I didn't have an art one credit. I took band instead. I ended up going to take art one as a senior. So I painted with primary colors and got me back into painting, which kind of lent. And oddly enough, that art teacher was also my mom's art teacher. And my mom was a hairdresser. So I'm like, what happened here? It has happened. My journey. (laughs) I started thinking about, okay, I'm very creative. I love doing hair, but I've hit burnout. That's the first sign that you need change is when you hit burnout. So I hit burnout. I was over it. I was tired of showing up to the hair salon. I'm like, this is not fun for me anymore. Even though I love what I do and I'm good at it, there's just something that needs to change. So my first step to change was getting curious about my other creative expressions. And for me, Taking photos was already built into the hair business, but it wasn't a major part of it. So I took my camera out from behind the chair and I started photographing babies and couples and families and all of that sucked. And I realized, you know, what really empowers me is when Chris's mom, my husband asked me, hey, will you bring your camera over and take a picture of me? And I had already used her as a model. We'd gone downtown. She loves to read. So did books and all of that. But when I showed up that day, she goes, I want you to take a picture of me like this. And she took her top off. I was like, oh, okay, sounds good. So I just started taking what now would be considered boudoir photos. Her in the bedroom, she had a sexy hat on. And she's, I don't know how old she was at the time, maybe in her late 50s. And the pictures turned out so beautiful that I actually printed them. I put them in a custom photo box. I put her favorite quote on it. When I handed her that box back, she cried and she said, that's not me. And that's when I knew this is what I'm meant to do, like Mm. empower women. So for me, when I look back at all the businesses that I've had from hair to coaching to boudoir photography, all of it, the deeper mm, connection to all of them was how can I empower women to love themselves? So for me, I dabbled in photography for over a year, boudoir specifically. And in fact, I'd started CrossFit and reinvented myself. So we didn't want to talk about changing and evolution. When I joined CrossFit, I didn't tell anyone I was a hairstylist, that I owned a luxury, number one vegan luxury salon in the town. I didn't talk about that at all. I introduced myself as a photographer. And then when one of the gals was talking about not liking her highlights, I was like, oh, if you just did and change this and and try a little shampoo, she's like, I don't really value your opinion. You're a photographer. Right. So that's when I realized the power of how you present yourself to people and the labels that, and boxes that they put you in. I was like, actually, much yeah. better at hair than I have photography. So let me just, let me tell you a little bit about who I quote really am. Right. So that was a fun experiment of, okay, how can I reinvent myself? If I don't want to be known as a hairdresser, I want to be known as a photographer now. I realized that almost cuts off parts of ourselves. And that lends to our conversation before we even hit record of like, we're like leaving behind the hair part of our career, but also not because it's like what built us and why we're credible at helping women because we've dealt with y'all's crazy for 20 years. Um, My first step before I even, it it led to coaching and retreats and all the healing spiritual stuff. That was a whole near-death experience. So I don't wish that on anyone. But my first step in how do I reinvent myself? How do I change this up and express other parts of me was really getting curious about other ways that I like to be creative. So that's my first step is because this is about finding what aligns with you, what comes natural to you. It's not about, I have to go learn a whole new subset of skills that I know not absolutely nothing about, which later came 
That was the yes. online marketing. How do I get this women empowerment out into the world and not just one person behind the chair at a time? So that came in time, but it started with getting curious about what other creative expressions that I wanted to play with. This is so fun to learn this because I feel like, again, there's like another parallel and it's actually leading me to what I think is a really solid action step for anyone listening right now who is like feeling called to just do the next thing. Humans evolve. It's natural. It's okay. Especially in the world we live in today. But it's so interesting because I feel like our stories are like different, but also very parallel in certain ways. My call was for a different reason. And, but it's so similar in the sense that it was a skill that technically is like part of what you're doing now. So it's a skill that you built as a result of the thing you were doing behind the chair, like taking pictures, like that Mm -hmm. is something you had done behind the chair. So it gave you that kind of exposure. Also like in high school, there was like all these little things around the way, but it's not like you were like, I'm going to go back to university and become a photographer. Like it was an evolution that kind of switched. And, And I'm sure that you did educate yourself in all of the things. But what I mean is that it was, it's like a quote unquote, maybe like soft skill that came from what you were doing. So it came from your life experience versus I'm going to go and I'm going to get like a formal education on how to do this thing. And then like for my story, which I've shared a little bit is like, I started to, after building my clientele, after I started to realize after a couple of years, after coming back from Matt Leap, that I was enjoying the marketing more than the hair. And then I realized when I, once I had that aha moment that not everyone knew this, not everyone could, it didn't come so easily. My huge purpose and the reason that I went independent in that circumstance was because I don't think I've said this part, but like I was sitting in a staff meeting after I'd gone to the salon. And one of the reasons I went there was like, I don't care how much vacation you take. Like my family lives out of town. We like to travel. My husband works out of town. So sometimes I need a flexible schedule because my son at the time was four in childcare, not in school, all of the reasons. And I sat there one day and I was told you are only allowed to take two weeks vacation a year now. Like we're changing this only 10 days a year. And I was like, that's not going to work. And it was that moment that I realized autonomy And freedom and flexibility was the thing that I valued most in the world so that I could be present for my family. And once I learned that, luckily I was at a hybrid salon, um, I'm going to step into being an independent now. And so that was the luxury I had because I had gotten obsessed and perfected how to market, attract clients, all of the things. Like I built my clientele prior to going to that salon. And so it was interesting because when I decided to step into the education world, it was that I wanted to empower other people, other stylists, other women to have that autonomy and power over their own lives. So if Mm -hmm. you're listening right now, There's like a huge parallel between finding that purpose. So I would encourage you, if you're looking to evolve, you're being called into that next direction, what are the things that you love about what you're doing now? What are the things that light you up? What are the things that you're like, I know this better than anyone I know. Like I know this thing, like the back of my hand, I'm so passionate about this thing and the skills you can learn. I think we can both agree. Like I have invested more in my education since 
becoming an entrepreneur than the first 30 years. That's when I stepped out. But anyways, it's a really great way to look at where your next move could be. Like, what is the thing about what you're doing now that lights you up? What are the things that you feel passionate about? I I think sometimes it's so close that you can't even see it. So my Mm -hmm. advice would be to ask people in your circle like I did, what do I bring to the table? What qualities do I embody? What um, am I good at? Or what do I help you with? Because when I started asking my hair clients, aside from the good hair, why do you Mm -hmm. keep coming back? They're like, the way that I feel when I'm with you around your presence. So for me uh, and asking clients like, okay, I'm showing up online, have been for 10 plus years and it's growing, it's evolving. I'm not saying that I haven't made a huge mark online, which I have, but I asked one of my hair clients who'd been with me for 15 years, what's the difference? Like, how come, how do I get it to translate online when I have people come in my presence? They're like, what the fuck just happened to me? My whole life just changed. And so when I asked one of my hair clients, what's the next thing? She just simply said, they just need to be in person with you. So you know what that did? That shifted my whole business from online to, you know what? The online thing was cool. I did reach people. That was my, that was the mission was like, how do I reach more people than four clients behind the chair a day? When she said that it clicked like, oh, I love bringing people in person together. What if I started hosting full moon goddess gathering events? So for the last six plus years, every full moon, I bring my community. And in fact, Sarai drove down. So not even people in my community, people from different states drive into these monthly moon gatherings to connect with people in person. So when you really start to ask people, what sets you apart? What lights, what do people come for you? When you really start to ask those questions, because I can guarantee most of the women that come through Shine School or work with me that at first they're like, I don't really know. I'm not sure. Now that depends on where you are in your journey. So then I feel like that's the next clue as to what you're being called to step into as far as your service is concerned. Yeah, I love that, Britt. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. It's always so great to see you and just to chat. I love that we got so deep in this episode. And if anyone has is listening that hasn't listened to the episode that we did all about practicing self-care and self-love, it is so incredible. Britt, you give some really incredible steps and things to look at. So I know that the reason I bring this up is because one of those things that can feel really sticky when you're in an evolutionary phase is oftentimes how they say it's always darkest before the dawn. I find oftentimes in the midst of these things, a lot of sticky feelings come up and it's so important to care for yourself and really, and, and not just like surface level care for yourself, but I think on that deep level, I know in some of the biggest pivots before some of the most amazing things have happened in my life and in my career, it has been preceded by a little bit of uncertainty. And I've had to, I think it's so easy to look outside of ourselves. And often we need to look internally and really make sure that we're looking after that person, because that's when you're able to have your most creative ideas. And I love what you said about that, asking your community, because One of the things that's interesting, I always thought like social media and marketing at the beginning. And then what I realized is part of it too, is actually helping people feel seen and feel confident with being seen and feel like they're embodying who they are online. And I think I never would have known that if I hadn't followed the path. So I I don't necessarily think in order to move forward, you need to have all the answers. I think sometimes it's just getting curious about what a different path could look like. And I read a quote the other day and it was picture yourself five years down the path that you're on right now. If you don't like where that ends up, change the path. 
take a different path because we vastly underestimate how much change you can make. And I know for you, it's been over a decade for me, like I stepped into the online space four years ago and the amount of change that has happened in my personal life, in my business in just four years, even the things that felt like they were taking forever. When I zoom out and I'm like, four years, like what? (laughs) It's like, In each year, the shifts have been so monumental that had I looked and and tried to chunk that all out, it would have been, it would have been really overwhelming. But what I knew is following the path, following the passion, following the next thing. And it really has made all of the difference. I appreciate you sharing. And I love if you're just tuning into us chatting for the first time, definitely go back and watch our uh, last few episodes because I feel like we just went off into the deep end. Let's just pass all the self care and like really get the heart of change. And one thing I want to leave you with, because a lot of us as intuitives and we're embracing our passion, we're listening to our intuition. So first we have to surrender, but we also have to trust that process. And when we are not comfortable with that, when we're not in the process of knowing how to navigate and up-level change, here's where I see people getting stuck is that if they're not being guided to take action, they tend to self-sabotage because they Mm -hmm. think they just need to be doing something. And rest is a very important key. So what I have been shown is that when we aren't being guided, we're meant to rest. And so many of us self-sabotage because we think, oh, I'm not doing anything, then I must not be productive and I must not be perfect and it must not be happening. I feel really called to remind you that when we go inward for answers on guidance and we don't have the next step, because we're always waiting for step 100 before we even take step one. So Mm -hmm. my biggest advice is while you're going through this change, Focus on your self-care, pour back into your healing, prioritize your needs and your boundaries and really get clear on what it is that you need before you go out and serve because we cannot serve from an empty cup. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you again, Brett. This has been a beautiful conversation. And I'm sure that after listening, my listeners will want to go. Anyone who hasn't yet connected with you, where can we go to find out more about you and say hi? Yeah, all the sparkle magic you can find on BrittanyCarmichael.com. And if you want to send me a private DM, check me out on Instagram at The World by Brit. I am very excited to be able to share more tools on how you can reclaim your power, own your voice, and step into your authenticity fully unapologetic. I love that. Thank you again, Brit. We'll see you soon. Bye, friend. Thank you so much for listening in to another episode of the Hairstylist Rising podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and leave us a review. Be sure to check out our show notes for all of the links mentioned in today's episode. And if you want to get in touch with me and let me know what you're thinking, what you'd like to see on the podcast, or just share your favorite episode, send me a DM over on Instagram, either at Hairstylist Rising or at It's Jody Brown. I am so excited to see you back here, same place, same time next week. And until then, I am Jody Brown. I am your host and I'm signing off now. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast and we'll see you next week.